Welcome back to Steam Powered Scoundrels, a Malifaux podcast. Episode 65 Italian Castor. Artificially produce cold open. Yep. What's like the cold version of AstroTurf? Some sort of like a ski slope. Oh, uh, yeah, the fake snow or whatever. Yeah. Zambo. There's open. like a. Ah, there it is. There it is. Oh, man. I love those videos where the Zambonis are like, dumping all the ice out the back. That's pretty cool. I don't know that I've seen these. Yeah. I don't I know if it's those. videos. I don't know if it's just video. <laughs> I learned very recently that Zamboni is, in fact, the same as like a Kleenex or Band Aid. A brand oh. name. Yep. Neat. Yeah, that makes sense. And now they're all just called Zambonis. I think they're just ice resurfacer. This is the boring technical term. You know, when you buy it from Wish. <laughs> That's the birth we name. Ha- we have ice resurfacer at home. <laughs> I, I am terrified and so intrigued by the idea of buying a Zamboni on Wish and what you receive in the mail. Best case, like a keychain. Worst case, who knows? I was see you, you went to keychain. I went slightly larger, although technically, I, I think you could probably make a keychain out of this. Um, you remember at like elementary school when you'd get like the the Scholastic Book Fair and they would have like the little finger skateboards. Oh, yes. yeah, do tech that, deck but, Zamboni. Yeah, tech deck Zamboni. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> the lamest tricks. You just slowly push it across <laughs> an icy surface. Oh, boy. <laughs> the idea of tricks in a Zamboni is beautiful. I'm sure someone's accomplished it. I'm sure someone has tricked out a Zamboni to go, like, uh, 10 miles per hour. Pimp my Zamboni. Just mm-hmm. zoom in. Hey, we, we know Ryan Reynolds has done something unusual in a Zamboni while asking where Francis is. Oh, that's Deadpool, right? Yes. Yeah. Deadpool. Yeah. Oh, is, is that the second... Because I thought the second one was Deadpool 2, but it's doing the Aliens thing? No, it, it's Deadpool 2. My my confusion was always, why is he looking for Kurai's X? <laughs> Welcome back to Steam Powered Scoundrels. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, Roman's hosting. Okay, cool. Spicy. Shit, I like it. what have I done? <laughs> yeah. It's not me. Ah. <sighs> Do you, do you want me to? I can. I yeah, can. do it. I okay. I am brain dead. Welcome back to Steam Powered Scoundrels. You thought Rome was hosting, but in fact, that was part of the cold open. I'm your host, Douglas Scoundrels, as usual for most of these. Not the last one, though. Exciting. Roman got a best laid plans in. Hell yeah. Thank you, brother. Yeah. I, I just had to trap people in my house. Surprise Jason dub. I loved it. <laughs> right. And I'm I'm legitimately looking into getting like a, a take out in the wild that doesn't sound horrible mic set up because I can it would be way easier to set those up of just I'm bringing the mic to game night you two you're playing cool talk about this in between turns okay so with me are three other hosts we have Nate wearing Hi. a very slutty shirt. Decided to be at my sluttiest for this for this particular recording. No reason. We have Roman in a very slutty shirt. <laughs> it is, in fact, rib for anyone I hug's pleasure. Oh, and we have a very confused and possibly sick Victoria with a cat. 
the, 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 Once Jay the, says the hi. pains, the trials and tribulations of being the I team straight stay. man. Mm-hmm. Hun, you're pretty quiet. I'll, yeah, I'm, I'm not even sure that came through your mic and not like from upstairs to Doug's. That seems unlikely because there's there's yeah. not a whole lot oh, I can do okay. with the headset besides move go. my mic closer. Yeah, that's better. You're good. Thank you. We'll fix it in the mix. Yeah. Okay, so we got a bit of a two-parter episode, because I'm not entirely sure if we're going to be able to spread this out enough to get our normal length if we just talk about hobby, which is going to be our first topic. And then our second topic is going to be a yearly recap, talking about stuff we did and the stuff maybe the community did, and obviously weird, of course. But it's been an exciting year for all of us, and I just want to yeah, relax and chit-chat about it until we get into 2024. Maybe next episode will be a speculation one. I love doing that. Mm-hmm. Those are always nice. It's always fun. Yay. Okay. What's everyone drinking? I'm already going to get sidetracked. Rum and Coke. Samesies. Weirdly nice. water. Got the hard seltzer. Nice. Not just any hard seltzer. Toppling Goliath. One of the greatest breweries known to man. What? Th- thanks. <laughs> It's an Iowa brewery, and they're, they've they've won one awards for stuff. Doug, they're dinosaur flavored chips. <laughs> oh, this flavored is beers. the this is the pseudo soup people. Yeah. Okay. I've got a sixty dollar bottle of beer waiting for us to get together again. Yeah. Anyways, we can start talking about hobby. It's been a while since we've done a technical episode. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. was the last time we? When was the last time we talked about hobby? It's been a minute. Yeah. Probably. Possibly year, two. A year and a half. Something like that. It's been a long time. I mean, just about as long as it's been since we've done uh, Best Laid Plans. <laughs> Roughly, if not longer. But hey, if you get that mic, it's gonna, they're going to just be coming in a lot faster, right? In theory. Okay. So this episode idea was initially Roman, so I figured we could let Roman start us off. So it, generally in the past year... Uh, talk about your hobby, what you've learned, some interesting things you've done, something you're proud of. What? Just just chat. We're just going to chat. So let's see. In 2023, uh, I know I've been, I've, I've been trying over the course of the year to do more with contrast paints, not only because they're real freaking fast, but also because I've been seeing things that like Nate has been putting out that is not just... Hey, I slapped a contrast paint over a Zenithal Prime, and now it's colored real fast. But, like, Nate is a maestro of these things, and I'm kind of like, this is magic and witchcraft, and I'm not quite sure what's going on. So I've been poking around with those. Um, started doing some on, on uh, some Shatterpoint minis, just because they're a little bigger. Also... Shatterpoint's not my main game. I uh, want to put color on them so they look good on the table and play. I don't want to, like, agonize over it. Um, so I've, I've been working on those. And the the big one for me that I just finished, like, two days ago and then posted pictures everywhere. So everyone on the internet, if you want to, like, cross-reference times on this, you know exactly when, we, when we're recording it, um, was... <laughs> A, a friend of mine who doesn't really paint his own stuff um, did offer to to like commission me to paint his returned keyword 
um, the filthy rezzer, and I took his money. <laughs> and uh, one thing I do like about occasionally painting stuff for uh, this friend Sean is he wants it to look nice, but he doesn't have really any requests for colors or what he wants it to look like. He just kind of says, go play and try different things. So I was like, cool, I'm going to do as much as possible, nothing but contrast on these guys. And other than I, I did like a bioluminescent, like freckle thing on the, on, on both castors and the, uh, cavern nefs, where for that, I like did their, their skin, which was like two or three different contrasts over each other, uh, that came out really red, uh, except for hungry castor who is toned down on the color because he's not he's colorful anemic. when he's hungry. Yeah. Yeah. You're not you when you're hungry. Grab a Snickers. And by Snickers, I mean some black blood. Oh, um, you're so much, you're so much worse. Go back. <laughs> what? I have a slight problem with castor too. Anyways. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Right. That. Sorry. I thought you were talking to me and I was like, Oh no, Mike issues. <laughs> um, Oh no, no. Sorry. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, did the, did that. And I think the only like paint on them was for the bioluminescent freckles. I basically did gray dots with white dots on them and then went over them with an athermatic blue, which really like popped. Um, but yeah, that and like the, the metallics on like the, the engine and a couple of them have like earrings or like medallions or something around their necks. Everything else, nothing but contrast. And I definitely learned a lot about it, about like how they interact with each other and what you can, can and can't do with them. I still don't think it's going to be my primary. Like, I, I think I still prefer paint just because I'm, I'm more comfortable in what I can do with that. But, um, it's now more solidly in my, my hobby tool belt to contrast for more than just Zenithal, one color, done. So that felt good. Um, trying to think of what I did before that, but that's many moons ago, and I don't remember. Because 2023 has been like four years put together, as far as everything going on. Yep. Did you want to talk about your black blood? You were pretty proud of that. <laughs> yes, the black blood on these guys. So, the the basing on all the returned uh, is some air-drying clay that I went over with a like roller to give it a runic look. I was like, okay, these are cavern folks, but I'm going to say that they like have ruins that they're hanging out in. So took those, let it dry, broke it up into pieces and put it on the base. Um, and then in between wherever they're sitting is, uh, I took one of the Vallejo water effects, mixed that with first with black paint, then with purple paint, and then with some Newland oil, um, in a couple different layers to get kind of a black blood swirling around on the bases with the, the purple kind of being the lighter part where there's like light behind it is the idea. Um, that turned out really well. And then the subset of that is for, uh, Italian castor and for, uh, white eyes. I, uh, tried something I've been wanting to do for a while and just never had a, a model that really jumped out to me for it, which is make like dripping blood. Uh, which is essentially get some like fishing line or honestly, like the, the tags that you'll get off of like pants whenever you clip them, like just whatever thin clear plastic you can get 
and either glue or like quick, uh, quick cure resin it to like the top and the bottom of where you want the dripping coming. Once that's dry or whatever, put whatever your water effect is in like drips around that. And it looks pretty good, honestly. Now, to clarify, you use the Vallejo, like, paste water effect. Yes. Um, which, for the drips at least, I would, th- there's definitely better options there. Um, something with a little more liquidiness that still has surface tension would get you more of a natural drop shape, because these definitely, if you look at them real close, are kind of like nodules. They look more like raisinets that are stuck on a string. I something like that, but for table length, they're fine. And that's ultimately me being like my own worst, uh, uh, critic. Cause that's what you do when you paint stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I know there are better water effects to do that with. So, um, what did you, what did you use on the, um, the bioluminescent stuff? So that was essentially a, a kind of mid to lighter gray paint, just dots of various sizes. And then within those dots, smaller dots of, of pure white. And over those, uh, athermatic blue contrast paint, which does a nice little like okay. lighter blue glow, like kind of a teal. Yeah, it's like a very, very pale teal. I really like it. I don't use it as much as I wanted to play with. Okay. I thought it was the blue. I wasn't quite sure what you were referring to. That's the first time I've ever heard someone it's pronounce Nolm that way. So, mm. oh, that's fine. Call it whatever you want, especially if it makes 40k people mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely used to call it... I, I used to call it Newland, then I looked at it, I'm like, there's no I in this. Nolm. 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 Your mouth doesn't want to form that word. It's it's hard to say. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Apparently it tastes delicious, though. Wouldn't know. Okay, so going back to the Vallejo paste water effect thing, I I recommend people get that because I found various uses for it besides what I don't think I've ever used it for water. Have you used it for water, hun? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. So it used it for its intended purposes, but like my most famous use of it is the magical effect on the mm-hmm. uh Frycore Librarian. Remember that old paint job? Sweet. Yeah, that was that uh-huh. was just the, the water effect mixed in with um, the purple shade from GW, so it was still translucent when it finally hardened. Hardened. Uh-huh. Yeah, Violet. Yep, that. That one. There. Ooh, and actually, th- seeing you do that had previously uh, inspired me to for the uh, Brewmaster title. He's doing like a cool kick thing. I was like, you know what would be cool if he was like summoning booze out of his gourd and kicking it at people. So there's like a wave coming out under that foot. He's a waterbender. Yeah. Booze bender. But it kind of looks like pizza. It does kind (laughs) of look like pizza. Honestly. I can't, I can't not see pizza. I can't not see him (laughs) radically with his little Pope miter riding a slice of pizza with a wave of booze behind him. And I love it. Yeah, no that that is that radical is and pizza party. Can you one hell yes? Can you convert that into a ninja turtle? Cowabunga, my dude! Cow fucking bunga, hell yeah! <laughs> now see this. This is my go-to water effect. It's this like resin glue E six hundred. I use I that for jewelry. Yeah, I, I use this for like all my mud bases from my bayou. 
um, that it, it goes on and like it, it takes like it takes paint pretty well, mm-hmm. um, especially like if you're just doing like shades or washes or contrast paints, like you can make it kind of muddy color, whatever color you need it to be. That's what right. I used for Castor's Black Blood. Nice. This is this is my water effect. It's it's the other Vallejo stuff. Nice. Not the non paint, but it's actually the liquidy one, right? The, yeah, it's that and GW's mud technical does meanwhile, a fine job. Meanwhile, I'm over here using the E6000 for like jewelry and cosplay shit. Like, it's intended purpose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one of works. its intended purposes. Hey, look, I a picture it. of Castor with an Italian mustache. <laughs> <laughs> My phone is a dark and scary place sometimes. <laughs> I, I really need that Italian mustache castor to have like a word bubble that says "papa de poopy." The mamma mia, definitely something like that. Yeah. Where's your sister? <laughs> Where's your sister? <laughs> you disappointment. <laughs> no, that's the that's the best fucking part is that he is like ancient. Ancient, ancient Nephilim. Like, yep. he's super duper old. And the idea of, like, language is constantly changing, so he has whatever accent was the thing back then. The idea of it being yeah, something super silly, like Italian or, like, a Wisconsin accent. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You betcha. <laughs> Plays hockey. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, boy. Why, why red? If I may ask, Roman. Oh, yeah, because they, they do really have kind of that red thing. And the following the thought process back uh, to what brought me to bioluminescence is for some reason I was like, cavern Nephilim, underground. There are caves with water underground. Deep sea fish. Deep sea fish have bioluminescence. Also, red tends to be an actual color of a lot of deep sea fish because it doesn't show up well uh, down in the depths. And also... Yeah. And also, most of the time, deep sea fish, their skin is actually translucent because they don't need to have pigment. Um, yep. And blood red. Yeah. Also, blood blood tend to be red. Unless you're I think a crab. he just saw mine and decided to do them better. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time that one of us had thought a similar thought to the other one and then go, it holy shit, they did the same thing. time doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, uh, I think I think that's a good segue into Nate's completely absurd fucking hobby career this year. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Jesus, uh, man. Mr. Uh, Mr. I'm out of models. <laughs> what I, the fuck? I am not out of models, sir. You were at one point. Uh, or you were I'm at least never, running low. I was low. getting close. I never ran out. I'm, 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 always, I'm always at the I'm getting close, and then I buy a few more to make myself feel better. Um... So if I really had to say there's a thing I've been focused on slash working on, it'd be like OSL lighting effects, especially with my airbrush. I feel like that's been a pretty common and general theme on the things I've been working on. Uh, if we just kind of look back at the the year's works, we've got um, I've got a nice Von Stuck where I did like a, a he's got one of those like weird lamps um, on his base. So I've got him actually lit on one side and then like heavily shadowed on the other side. That's title von Stuck, of course, with the zombie telescope. Hmm. Um, which kind of had me thinking about that. Uh, basically, the whole Karis Reva title box. Yeah. All the fire and lighting effects in that. Uh, hmm. uh, 
to go off off brand uh, Beta Ray Bill from Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm I'm proud of that one. I, had, I did really really bright on the lightning and the lighting on that one. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention uh, Yedza, my uh, my uh, Yedza two that won the uh, the the painting competition in in March yeah. or whatever. Um, I think Kim would be upset if I didn't mention that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the whole, that was that. Uh, that was kind of the start of the, the the train of oh, I can do I can do lighting really well with an airbrush. Airbrush go burr. Yep. And uh, I've never been the same since. <laughs> so that's that's kind of the main thing I've been working on a lot of. So how many models have you painted this year? I could not tell you if I tried. I want an estimate. Um, put some effort into this episode, Nate. Jesus. Let me get back to you on that. I will cut okay. in at a random point of the episode and tell you how many models I've counted that I've done. Okay. And we'll all feel bad about it. Hun, do you want to go next or do you want me to go um, next? You go ahead. Okay. Uh, I've not done a lot of hobby this year, which is not that out of character for me because I tend to I tend to fixate on anything besides painting. Let's be perfectly honest. Uh, to be fair, I've been doing hobby-related stuff that's very important. Uh, but my one big project that I actually completed this year was the Whiskey Golem. Yeah! And what a nice Whiskey Golem it was. Like, the big... Technically, the painting was what took up the vast majority of the time on it. But I think the biggest selling point I have on it is that it's a functioning shot glass. That took a while to get get sorted, but not nearly as long as painting because of, when I, I have such a hard time of like being done, of calling things good and moving on. I just take forever, and maybe that's why I shy away from painting as opposed to other stuff that's a lot more quick on the gratification. But yeah, finally got I got epoxy resin like at the start of the year, and I never got around to using it till about June. Cut out the holes in the top of the the golem got the resin mixed filled it up did a second layer tested with water it was fine and then we're just off to the races with painting and at that point i decided that we were just going to do a try try keyword in white which some people have a hard time with the color white i don't have as much of an issue with it but i'm special that way i guess but the, the joke is right there the holy spirits joke mm-hmm and therefore, everyone needs to be white. And I will, at some point, make a miter for at least Brewery 1. Because his, his sculpt is kind of... It's alright. He's just kind of standing there being a guy. Oh, I will happily 3D print you more miters. Because I have already the file and know what size they need to be. Okay, I'm not going to say no. Give, give me. Cool. Give me, give me. But then the idea of going with birch as my barrel wood color. And that actually opening up the idea of, hey, you know... You just don't need to use one singular color for wood. And that actually led into several other projects of stuff I'd done earlier and modifying it to be more realistic as far as like wood goes. And you can get a lot of mileage out of using washes on like a flat wood color uh, to add weathering and sort of that asymmetry that you get with actual wood that's been sitting out for a long time. Can someone look at me, please? <laughs> Hi guys! No, it's just like Hello. Pe people would seem to be checking other things. Oh god, am I boring? Oh god, oh god, oh god! No, I was uh, no. trying to count how many models I've done this year. Hey, did you? You gave me a challenge. Yeah, I did. Did you do? I can't remember. Was it this year, early this year or last year? You did the fire branded. Uh, I think that was last year. Okay, never mind. 
was going to say, that was my intro to like, oh, shit, Nate's really good at this. Might have been this year. Yeah, and his 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 darkenest theme is just fun. Like, I, I have yet to see a model that that doesn't just jump on. Ah, uh, the dark zone in June when I stopped painting models because Tears of the Kingdom came out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's the other thing I did. I finally brought my entire MNSU in line with uh, a color scheme, as opposed to everyone wearing white for Tri-Chi. Just, I picked one color out of my substantial collection of paint and said, hey, everyone's going to have this color somewhere on their person, and that was great. I think I'm missing a minor, and <laughs> kind of forgot to do that with Tony, too, because I got so... I, I was like, you know what? She's going to be the 11th Doctor. No, the 10th ele- tenth Doctor, sorry. Tenth. Tenth Doctor, and I I ran with that color scheme too much and completely forgot about the blue I was using. Whoops. <laughs> On oh, that for- front, anybody who watches is likes likes Doctor Who and hasn't watched the the new three specials yet, they're on Disney Plus. Have fun. Oh yeah, NPH is in there, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Love that man. All right, so yeah, I finished. I've I've got a completed painted MNSU crew. A it's got three paints on it, Tri-Chi Crew, that I'm <laughs> very anxious to put on the table because it's a bad it's a bad paint shop, but it's 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 got paint. And then of course the the, the whiskey golem, my pride and joy. And uh, obviously all the other hobby stuff. Not paint related, but I did hobby stuff throughout the year. We'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Some might say it's more important than me painting my own minis. Agree. Yeah. All right. Victoria. Um, I did no Malifaux-related hobby this year. At all. No, incorrect. Right, I partially assembled the solarium. Incorrect. You made... I did no models. complete cosplays of Malifaux characters. Yes, I, mis- I misspoke. I meant I did no models this year. We said hobby. Yeah, I know. And that counts I'm as t- hobby. I- Jesus, Victoria, look at me through the computer... Or you no. can stare down the stairs. Either one. The most amazing thing hobby-wise this year is your fucking Molly costume. Own it and mm-hmm. be proud, for the love of God. Brag about it. Here's your Absolutely. I was waiting to talk about it. I was gonna bring it up. Oh. But <laughs> fuck! <laughs> My husband doesn't trust me. I just wanted to up your self-esteem! I was trying to be a good partner. I'm sorry! <laughs> Doug's over here afraid he's gonna miss the hype train <laughs> Turns out he's like dragging the hype train along And then it runs over him I deserve this punishment <laughs> No, it's okay I did just want to like clarify that I didn't really do any models this year um, I partially assembled the solarium um, I kind of stopped because as it turns out There are little internal pieces um, That if I put them in I'm not going to be able to paint everything, and nobody else will see it, but I will know. So, <laughs> um, so I need to get it primed and those pieces painted before I can do any more. I want to say that I absolutely love the weirdscapes terrain, but also the how detailed the interior of it is very scary in the exact same way you mentioned, and... Mm-hmm. 
I, I'm probably not going to pan it, and it's always going to eat at me. But I also I have the abandoned store right here. It is the stand for my phone stand that I used to record <laughs> Artifactors <laughs> Union because I don't know when I'm getting around to actually painting the thing. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. It's basically nice. a box. It's just a box, You're and also wrong. the 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 stand pops off because the roof comes off, which it's duct taped <laughs> to. <laughs> oh boy! Perfect. Beautiful. <laughs> But yeah, um, most of my hobby this year was fully focused on sewing. Um, cause I did one, two, three, four, four and a half cosplays this year from scratch. Oh, wow. Um, that's wow. I'm, that's awesome. I'm, I'm not doing that again ever. Understandable. It was, <laughs> it was kind of hell. Um, and uh there's an agreement that we're not doing magical girls next year between me and between me and the the oldest because like it's too much there's too much but yes i did my molly cosplay and then i did uh jacob lynch for doug which he he helped a lot with he did most of the prop um the prop making for lynch um and he did a good he did a good amount of the prop making for molly as well Um, i help yeah, you help. Yeah. Yay. And both of which are sick. Yeah, they are. They were they were very fun. Um Turns out you can just go out and buy the glowy blue eye contacts. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes, you can. You don't need a license for that. And I, I have not abused that information, but I feel like I need to. <laughs> like they aren't even that uncomfortable. It kind of messes with your peripheral vision, but but it was like forty bucks a pair. Mm-hmm. Which well, is- we we got them on sale. We got them half off for Mocha oh, Queen. That's not bad. Um, Still. So you, you wait for a sale. Yeah, you wait for a sale. And like Moco Queen has the um prescription contacts. And like you don't have to do anything fancy, you just put in what your prescription is and they will send them to you. Yay. Nice. Um because there there was another contacts co- company that I was looking at um that's like really highly regarded in the cosplay community, but like their shipping time was going to be something like 3 months. And also, you had to send in like your actual prescription from your eye doctor. Double yike. Um, but yeah, Moco Queen has the glowy blue eye contacts, and they also had my whiteout contacts. So, um, also, which surprisingly easy to see through, except you can't read or drive. Well, I mean, if you can't read, you can't drive. I I feel like there are plenty of people that cannot read that are still driving. As okay, someone who works in the trucking industry, that's not that's not a sight issue with them. <laughs> you know, people know what I mean. The contacts make you dumb enough that you cannot understand words. Hell oh, yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> contacts like, that make you dumb. Eye contacts. <laughs> it's like first equipment in D and D. Dumb bitch contacts. <laughs> Okay, so so what did what did you what did you learn? What is some of the great progress you made this year? Besides uh, magical no magical girls. You know what? Okay. I learned no. I I learned to make prairie points because of the Tokyo Mew Mew cosplay. I can now do it in my sleep. What are prairie points? It is terrible. Um basically it's a way to make triangle trim. Ah, okay. You you take a big long strip of fabric and you fold it in half, and then you 
cut your squares and you fold those squares into triangles. It is tedious and boring and awful, and I hope I never have to touch another one. But I can do it. I remember yeah. this kitty. I yeah. remember you swearing uh, <laughs> at those things. No, I like. Quite a bit. I legitimately cried over these oh, fucking geez. prairie points at one point. No, like, oh. let let me explain to you how many of these I had to do. Right, go on. So my personal cosplay, I did lettuce. So it has a top. There were no prairie points on the top. Thank God. There were prairie points on the skirt. There were gloves, which had the prairie points. There were armbands, which had the prairie points. There was a collar, which should have had prairie points, but I didn't do. Because I was ready to kill myself. Good. No, that's good. That's good. Cut corners, please. Just not in the prairie points. And then there was a um, a garter, which also had prairie points, with a bow that had prairie points on the bow. No! Oh, God. No! Oh, no. And that was for one of them. I had to do two. I did, I did Esther's as well. There were prairie points on the bottom of her dress. There were prairie points on her armbands. There were prairie points on her, um, wristlets. There were, there should have been oh. prairie points on her collar, but again, I didn't do those because they were going to be so tiny. They're good. Um, the, the, and she the, also had the garter with the prairie points, with the bow with the prairie points. And then technically she should have had socks that also had the fucking prairie points. Fuck. You know what that sounds like to me is if she wants to be a magical girl, she needs to learn how to do prairie points. <laughs> Here's the thing. My mom was teaching her to sew last year. Mm-hmm. She decided it's too hard. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> it is It is a skill that takes time and patience to learn. She does not have the patience for it as of now. Which she's 12. She's she's 12. Yeah. I I started when I was 14, but like I was, I was desperate to be Sailor Jupiter at 14 and you couldn't buy costumes at that time. Um, Back in the day. Back in the day. In the early 2000s. Ugh. Um, but yeah, so that, that was not great. And then of course, Molly has miles and miles of ruffles. So many ruffles. Which I already knew how to do ruffles. <laughs> um, but uh, it, it solidified my hatred of ruffles. It really did. But but would you do ruffles before prairie points? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I would prefer ruffles over the prairie points. Only because <laughs> I want to say I, I spent like 12 hours making prairie points. Whew. And I did not spend 12 hours on the ruffles on Molly's outfit. Turns out they don't make speed paints for sewing things. <laughs> no, they do not. Um, but along with learning that particular trim uh, to where I have the formula in my head and I don't have to like calculate it out on paper. Oh, nice. Um, I also learned a little bit of prop making. Not a whole lot. But I learned some things that do and do not work. As it turns out, the... Uh, foam clay requires a lot of sanding hmm. so much sanding what was that used for uh um the molly's um brain because the when i put the balls on the dowels it um pushed inward and originally i tried to like cock around that and it didn't work because the cock kept shrinking and i was like i'm not doing 15 layers of cock right cock cock 
Man, I thought we were going to get through oh. this without a cock joke. We were all being so good. There wasn't even a, a we were shrinking so cock in the cold joke. We, 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 the high road does not exist on this, this fucking This is a wholesome episode. <laughs> we got but the, one. But like, I, 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 got at a, I got to a certain point and I was like, I'm, I'm not doing this anymore. So I pulled out the foam clay. It turns out foam clay is really, really particular about the type of material you're putting it on. Hmm. And then also any flaws in that clay, if you paint it, you will see every single one of them. So, <laughs> um, that's just going to be a thing I need to learn to do. I'm trying to remember if I got to use the heat gun yet. Yeah. Right. We used it for your armor, right? Yeah. Yeah, yep. to to make it bendy. Um, I got to play. I got to play with my moldable plastic again. Oh, and I learned. I learned to cast resin. That's right. I learned to nice. cast resin. What was that for? Um, the the magical girl cosplay again because ah, they they have um three like heart gems, mm-hmm. but it's like I needed a non faceted, flat backed, very specific colored gems. Ugh. Not easy to find, and when you do find them, they are extremely expensive. So my mom has a bunch of resin casting stuff because she wants to get into, like, making and selling jewelry at, like, craft fairs. Okay. So she got to learn with me how to cast resin for these particular gems. Not nearly as difficult as I thought it would be. Um, so that was that was actually really fun, doing the resin casting. I have a bunch of, like, one-off resin pieces now um in random in random shapes from the mold um and i learned to work an embroidery embroidery machine also this year very cool which like is actually kind of a pain in the ass (laughs) (laughs) that sounds about right yeah like getting things lined up so it goes through the machine correctly is it it involves a lot more math than i thought it was going to Mm, math yeah uh, so yeah, I guess I learned a bunch of new a bunch of new stuff. Yeah. I thought I was just gonna have the prairie points. Nice. I learned how to edit videos. Yay! Yay! No, you, also, th- you also learned to work with the multiple plastic, and you learned to do armor, foam armor, because mm-hmm. you did most of you did the vast majority of your armor. Yeah, and belts. Belts. I learned how belts. We learned how not to belt, is what we learned. Fair. Okay. And we learned to not store things that have been hot glued in a place that's going to get warm. Yeah. And you learned how to dance in costume. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, the heels on my fucking cosplay boots were too narrow and I turned an ankle. I'm sorry. Oh. oh, no, those weren't mm. the ones I ordered. Those were the ones you ordered, so it's your fault. Yeah, it's my fault. I ordered your the Ironwood boot boots. God, I was so sweaty in that fucking ballroom. I'm sorry. <laughs> I should have picked a lighter fabric for your coat. I apologize. It's fine. It's fine. I got a compliment from the dance lady. This you is did. why we're the most superior Malifa podcast, because where Ooh. else are you going to see like a 15-minute tangent on cosplaying? <laughs> exactly. Your video mm-hmm. kind of went crazy there for us. Oh, me? Yeah. It was like real silent hell hours <laughs> 
Oh, okay, right. My laptop is chugging. I should probably not try to start editing a video. God damn it, Doug. Doug, no. fucking taps. I gotta get the Lindley core box out, okay? It was supposed to be be published on Saturday. Because that's like, you know how we hold ourselves to schedules here at Steam. Oh, yeah, very very strict schedules in Scoundrelville. We had very important couple time yesterday. Yes. Got a break from the kids after like a month. Nice. Yeah. So, correction, got a break from the kids when we weren't like hurriedly trying to complete something else. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Still no regrets making fucking ramen for Thanksgiving. <sighs> Hell yeah. I think that's just our tradition now. Yeah. Thanksgiving it's ramen. so good. We got, I made noodles this time yeah. around. I made my own fucking noodles. Ooh. We have a pasta maker now. That sounds like a, a hobby thing that you learned. <laughs> How do I, how do I, how does pasta and hobbying, cooking is a hobby. You you enjoy food. You learn how to food better. You did make fettuccine. You did also make fettuccine with the pasta (laughs) maker. Make fettuccine with the pasta maker. (laughs) Okay. Um. We talked. We talked about any other like stuff about hobby that we uh. Uh, I've got what? that number if you want it. <laughs> oh, yes. boy. Hit me. Hang Hit on, before you say made. it, I this is a point I wanted to make earlier, and I didn't, and this is the perfect time. Always remember, friends, that uh, anytime you're doing anything that requires you to practice it to get better at it, uh, comparison is the thief of joy. Look at yourself last year when you were doing the thing, and compare to that to see how far you've come. Look to other people for inspiration. To add to that, there you go, Nate. <laughs> to add to that, perfect is the enemy of done. Yes. Right. So. So just be done with shit. I refuse. <laughs> just be done with shit, Doug. I would like rather no, than ninety-two miles I've done to date this oh, year. Jesus Christ! Say that number Rough again. One hundred and ninety-two. One hundred ninety-two. Jesus. Just whip out eight. Whip out eight more so you can. That's what I'm saying. I need to to finish eight by the end of the year. A nice round two hundred. Yeah, and that's that's less than a model every two days. You got this. (laughs) That's called a coping mechanism. (laughs) That pace, my friend. No, Doug. That's why I said comparison to the thief of joy. Also, keep in mind two kids, father. Two children. Mm-hmm. Correct. Right, we give them to Nate to slow him down. <laughs> We're not giving Nate our children. Oh, no. <laughs> We're not giving our kids away. Okay, fair. What if we make Nate a godfather and therefore he's <laughs> obligated to at least look after them occasionally? We just send him to Nate for the summer. Weirdly, Nate starts putting, like, cotton balls in his mouth and sounding like Vito Corleone. We have forced them to call him Grunkle Nate and get the shenanigans. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I need a shack in, like, the Pacific Northwest. Yep. Yeah, I call it your Enigma Shed. (laughs) (laughs) Grunkle Nathan's Enigma Shed. (laughs) Grunkle Nathan's Enigma Shed. I mean, uh, does that make Eli my Ford? That that is literally yeah. a expansion for Dan's brawl. Spoilers, I guess. My my secretive cousin who disappears mysteriously in another dimension for several years. That sounds like Eli. Yeah, it does sound That's like why he's Eli. Out here right now. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess we, we never went into the Eli situation. Uh, Eli has a new job and it has really, really fucked schedule. Uh, so it's hard for him to record with us right now. We will get him on. We promise. We miss him. Everyone misses him. He yes. is our favorite. He hasn't been kicked off or fired. Yeah. He also, this this job is significantly less soul-crushing, so that's good for him, and we're very happy for that. Yes. Yeah. But he's not going to be the sad boy anymore. That's no, he'll still be the sad open. boy. Oh, okay. That won't oh. change. I don't get to take over as the depressed one. Not your straight man forever and ever. <sighs> Do you have the energy to be a goofy one? No. Okay. Your sigh you is like the best. Me? You have like the best sigh out of all of us. Therefore, you're the straight man. That's how it works. That's because I do it so often. Really? Yeah. Can you just merge with that cat already, Jesus? <laughs> oh, he's trying. Yeah, he's really he's trying. Really putting all his energy into becoming one with the Roman. Yep. Keo is Keo has gone from on my desk to like hold like baby to like now I am on Roman's shoulder. His the back of his head to the side of my face, just like contouring to my jaw. They call any, liquid. Any yeah. second now, he's just going to wrap around your face. Mm-hmm. The suffocation mm-hmm. is just another expression of love. Yeah, probably. I don't know. He a good kitty. Hobby adjacent. Mm-hmm. Before we move on to our yearly recap, um, I finally completed my collection of scale seventy five paints, and it still feels good. Yay. Nice. Yay, I spent money on paints. Congratulations, <laughs> <Good> job, <Mark. laughs> I'm proud Cause of mo- you. Because, like, some people would be like, oh, you're just going to keep wanting more. And I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty good. Like, I'm going to pick up a few colors that neither of the fantasy and game set nor the regular scale 75 scale color set have. Like, they don't have, they're, there's, they're lacking in some bright colors like pinks and whatnot. But once I'm done with that, I think I'm good, really. Depending. On the other, oh, what? Go ahead. On the on the other hand, I haven't touched a model all year, and I'm still buying basing stuff. Hell yeah! Collecting and hobbying are two <laughs> separate things. Hobby. Yeah, one of these. It's days, like the difference between buying books and reading books. One of these days, Weird is going to come out with a grass tuft golem, and it will be your day. <laughs> <laughs> that's just um. That's just the Kurgan. Yes, yeah. just just coat the Kurgan and grass tufts, and and, and yeah. the more wraiths, or and the grave, grave golem. golem. Yep. Yeah, he could use some hair. He's very naked looking. Uh-huh. Nakey, <laughs> nakey boy. He nakey. Put some uh, tufts on Gwill, Mister Chicken Nugget go. Man. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. Well, I I know what my next projects are. Hell yeah. Um. Just find as many models you can just slap grass tufts on. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is my inspiration to paint them. Ooh, so I can no. slap what, grass tuft on What, what well, you need uh, is Dramatic Eli update. Eli just got home. Hooray! Hey, he can join us if he wants. Just let him know. Um, Victoria, I have a solution for you. Hmm. Titania. You have to play Titania. And then you can have custom underbrush markers. That's just all tuft. Various tufts. Yep. yep. And they'll be the hardest underbrush markers to destroy for that reason. They'll be very tough. Shut the fuck up, Roman. I don't know how. <laughs> it's a medical it's a medical concern. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Right. Any other hobby stuff before we move on? 
it was a nice little nice little discussion about hobbies. I mm-hmm. like my current hyperfixation is okay. Back back up back up even more. I think Backing I up. might have a slight bit of the tism. TikTok has told me this, and oh, no. I'm pretty sure everyone has noticed this a long time ago. But it was never like bad enough that it was a concern for me. I was just you know a weird kid, mm-hmm. but. This year, I really, especially, it's it's kind of related to hobby. I've realized that I don't fight the hyperfixations. I just go with them because it's progress in something. Mm-hmm. And right now, the hyperfixation is terrain. Because I, I don't know if you've, it, I honestly have not listened to his stuff as of late. I don't know if he's still putting out stuff. But Kyle Bodie's kind of having a bit of a break with the Malifos. Fully understand, I feel like, um, the World Series can do that to certain people. Um but since he's kind of uh, taking a slight break, I need to make sure I have enough terrain for events. So I'm at least trying to get a couple more boards in. So I'm doubling up on my Wild West board, and then I'll try and get enough stuff for my cemetery board. And then, uh, weird thing, I got as a gift an air compressor last year. <laughs> Uh, for Christmas, and I still don't have an airbrush to go with it. I've asked for one, so if it doesn't come around in Christmas, and I'll just buy one myself because they're not that expensive. And finally, because yeah. th- like that's the thing I really want before I can start on the Weirdscapes terrain, because that's just a lot of that's a yeah. lot of gray. It, it'll yeah. help a lot <laughs> for sure. And uh, I forget if it's January or February, but Badger always does a uh, like it's our birthday sale early in the year. Okay, I'll I'll keep that in mind. But um, props to Monster Fight Club. I love their shit. Yeah. Yeah, They're good. Especially their hills. I love their hills. Because they're tall and they're flat and they've got various elevated terrains where things can climb up. But anyways. uh, Yeah. And I've got a bunch of other stuff that's partially painted. It's not painted very good. But right now I'm slowly trying to make it better and nicer. Because the good thing about Malifaux, one of the great things about Malifaux, is you can really thematic boards and it's cool. Unlike 40k where it's just ruined shit or ruined shit from a different race kind of. Or yep. <laughs> slightly less ruined shit. Like I don't know what. I think I've seen some stuff that's like lovingly crafted for Legion. But I don't know a lot of games where like terrain is a significant aspect of the hobby or something people find pride in. So another positive for Malifaux, I think. Mm -hmm. Also, I think that you talking about getting the airbrush and looking at terrain, I think that launches us nicely into what are our hobby aims for next year? Oh yeah. We can talk about our hobby aims for next year. Yeah, that's good. Good. (laughs) So you were already going. Is there any other, other thing you would add to that? (laughs) Once I get um, <laughs> my current Wild West stuff split and to do different themes, one's going to be like a small frontier town. We're gonna we'll probably just call that the the Promise Board or like the the Innocence Board. Yeah, we'll just give it a name that exists in the in the because that's the thing. I feel like I need to name these boards and give them some personality. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll have the Innocence Board, which is be a frontier town, and then we're gonna have like. A train robbery board. Yeah. The high school train Because I got enough train tracks that, no, we're just going to have train tracks going through the entirety of the board, just an entire line of like severe terrain. 
which it's not big enough to be a huge pain in the ass for people, but then you can build things around it. And I've got a bunch of hills. Thank you again to Monster Fight Club and some like uh, bridges. And it's just going to be like possibly a bandit camp slash staging area for a train robbery. I think that's got a lot of personality to it um again getting to the weird scape stuff it's definitely going to be a quarantine-esque i thought maybe adding a little bit of a zombie flair to it and calling it the outbreak board sounds nice um then there's the uh the lovely uh carnival board that several people have yeah and i think if you give that terrain just a little bit more tlc it'll look a lot better like if you go in and you paint all the edges of the foam to be something besides white it'll look a lot better and then some other things like there's some fragile bits that you can reinforce with like plastic art and whatnot but mm-hmm. um and then i've got enough stuff for a cemetery that i can break that up again into two cemetery boards but after that i'm not sure what i want to do but anyways, yeah, work on that. And once I get bored of the top, the terrain hyperfixation, I think I'll probably go back to painting. I want to finish the try check keyword. I want, I want to. F- I own the entirety of the um, explorers faction, but I don't have like a keyword that I want to call mine in that in that faction. And I'm thinking maybe syndicate because I already have. Um, and if you know me for any amount of time, I absolutely have to play underrepresented stuff. I can't, I can't, I can't play the hotness. I just can't. I'm like so anxious that I'm going to be accidentally playing the broken shit and making things miserable for people. I don't, I, ref- I it, it, I'm so afraid to be that guy. You don't need to play the broken stuff to make things miserable for people. Oh, I love you. <laughs> Let me too. <laughs> Don't dab. I will absolutely dab. You can't stop me. To be fair, I got my shit wrecked a month ago. But I'm also sorry. to be fair, uh, Roman can attest that that was uh, primarily luck absolutely. in my game against him. Because God knows how many 13s he flipped on a defensive flip for Corfe Duet. Yep. Oh. No touchy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I also, like, if I had a 13 in hand, I would have gotten one of your Corfay, and it would have been dead, so there's that, too. Ooh. But nope, can't have a nice thing. My hands are garbage. And then turn three, I ended up conceding because just wasn't it just wasn't fun. It, it Board stuff led to very unhappy times for Tony One, but anyways, I'm, I'm not dis- disheartened, but it is nice to, like, branch out to other stuff, learning how to play... Uh, brewery was was nice and i think i've slowly got it down it is so terrible because i'm so used to tony in fact arcanist in general who's a lot generally hardier stuff mm-hmm. to go to a less defensive crew and realize oh shit dies yep oh shit yep. dies all the fucking time <laughs> that's, that's ah, you in stop general. stop why is everyone die <laughs> welcome to mod- welcome to bayou your models fucking die deal with it <laughs> It yep. it took me way too long to realize that Brewery 2's thing where you can turn uh, a construct into like an aura of hazardous affects the model itself, too. Yes. Uh, so that would have helped the first tournament I brought him in, but yeah, it's learning. You're learning. I'm yeah. having fun. God, I love this yeah. game. It's so great. But okay, that, that those are my hopes, but obviously Artifactors Union is going to take priority over everything because it's a service. Yeah. 
Someone else go. I'm going to run the bathroom. Victoria. Oh, okay. You've been nominated. <laughs> All right. Um, hopefully I'll paint something next year. Um, I don't think that'll help. <laughs> I have probably half a drawer full of whips that just need to get done. But I'm really bad at choosing colors. <laughs> or at least making the choice for a color. Um, That's fair. Yeah. So have you considered like reaching out and being like, "Hey, I'm going to paint this. Anyone have any thoughts?" Because that's what I usually yeah. do if I if I can't think of something. I'll be just like, "Hey, someone tell me a color." Yeah, and I'll that's just honestly why I've, it on. Yeah, that's honestly why I've kind of done my my themes for different crews. Because if I'm basing it off like a cartoon or something, all the color theory is already done. I just have to figure out the paint by numbers on how that, it fits that, that specific too, model. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Part, part of my issue with that is that I do post stuff and then nobody says anything. Mm. <laughs> well, um, we can happily be opinionated on your behalf. <laughs> I'm good at that. Um, what am I having opinions on? Colors. Ah, uh, yeah. Which you're okay. also actually pretty bad at making choices for colors. I'm sorry. Like, if you want me to be a decisive, I can, but I am, like, hard-coded into just trying my damnedest to please you, so if I can <sighs> default to any sort of opinion you have, I will, which becomes this this horrible spiral of, what would you like? I don't know, what would you like? I don't know what you would like. Uh, <laughs> Nate, you are that Muppet gif right now. <laughs> Good old shifty eyes. <laughs> But beyond, like, model stuff, um, I do need to fix a couple things on Molly. Just quality of life and wearability things. Like, the zipper is too short. Um, makes it really hard to get on. I th- think I need to actually attach the, um, the skin suit to the sleeve and have it hook into the glove instead of mm-hmm. the other way around. That makes sense. Because um, it became really difficult to, like, take the gloves off to eat. Um, like, the hem isn't even, so I need to fix that. But that's kind of the big things. I have... <laughs> scream! <laughs> she went downstairs to go scream at Doug. Yeah. Um, I have two cosplays for Anime Iowa this year, myself and my daughter. I'm not doing extra costumes for that this year. Aw, she dance. Um, and I may or may not be able to pump out a Bruby cosplay for Doug. Um, that's really kind of going to depend on how things go together. I'm going to be a Delph. <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah, but what's your costume going to be? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then finish the solarium. I think those are my big ones. Hell yeah. Nice. Uh, R- Roman, yes. Um, so I currently have Angler, Cavalier, and Library Story, like, in the hopper. Uh, Angler's up next, and then after that it's just a question of what I feel like as they as they come along. Um, plus your occasional models here and there. Have, I have plenty of titles that are, like, built and primed, but not painted I know, especially like zips, I really want to get on the table after Nate gave me a, a well-earned shellacking. An utter thrashing. 
Yeah, in in ways that I just hadn't seen pop out on on the card before, and I'm like, okay, I need to look at this more closely. Um, uh, I have a I have a table idea that I've been kind of stewing in the back of my head for a minute of a uh, explorer's mansion kind of being a I, I imagine it to be kind of a museum almost. So I'm thinking things like. I have a, a spare saber tooth Cerberus that I can paint up and like put on a plinth with like velvet rope around it and figure out something for, you know, glass displays of Nephilim artifacts and junk like that. The, the trick is my brain is like, okay, the way you show this is a mansion is by having it have like a courtyard somewhere on the table. So I have like a partial inside, partial outside but still mostly one whole ass building as a, a board. So I don't know if that's going to survive the, the creation process, but if I can get to that uh, next year, that'll be a good time. Well, you need Nate's, some tile. Yeah. Nate, Nate's turn. Nate's turn. Nate's go, turn. Nate. Nate's um, going to make, going to go for 300, uh, 300 models. He's going to go back. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to round out the eight models for this year and call it good. <laughs> Mm-hmm. For sure. That's definitely going to happen, maybe. Who yeah. knows? Um, Wednesday. <laughs> no, I mean, that's just kind of, you know, that's just stuff that happens. I'm kind of in the same, like, I'm just kind of floating project to project because I don't have, like, a specific drive to get a specific thing done, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of have that, like, oh, I need to, like, get this thing done. Well, I better get it done for the thing it needs to be done for. Like, I got that that flaming whiskey golem done because it was like oh a friend of mine wants to borrow uh, a Karis crew and he wants to use the fire golem that's the one model in the wildfire keyword I don't have done better get that done <laughs> um so I don't know uh I'll you know I'll, I'll, I'm sure I'll find things to work on I've got the the run harvest von Stuck stuff that'll be interesting to work on um but that's kind of taunting me at the point um, yeah I have I have a horrible challenge for you, sir. Oh, God. Uh-huh, go on. So you're on fire whiskey golem, which is a fire golem, right? Yes, correct. Running with that, what if you were to convert an entire gremlin wildfire keyword? Ooh. Obviously led by Maris. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Oh, that would take some thinking. I know, it's not your f- strong suit, but you've got time. God, that would be funny. Uh, I will. I will think about that because that is that is hilarious. Um, but other than that, I'm kind of in the same boat as you, Doug. Where like, since I'm now the the guy running tournaments in St. Louis, well, one of the guys running tournaments in St. Louis now. Um, uh, I want to. Ma- I want to mostly get my terrain organized and like do kind of like what Roman has, where I've got pages that say here's all the terrain types on X board. Have have like. Well coordinated board setups, so I can just for convenience. Um, that's 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 kind of the thing I'd be trying to work on this year. I think I've got actually I have a challenge for someone in the community who has more free time than the four of us, which is I think most people because we're very busy people. We're the most important podcast in Malifaux. Sure, it's true. Um, if you could, I don't know, come up with a list of terrain traits and biomes. And examples of each terrain trait in each biome, that would be incredibly useful, because a lot of these boards, I'm like, okay, I've got most of this, but what the fuck am I going to use for concealing? 
Like, yeah. really, it's it's concealing that's the hard one for me. Yeah. But, like, every example would be would be useful. That so, specifically reminds me. Um, um, uh, so when I ordered my um, set of measuring sticks from uh, Tabletop Armory on Etsy, uh, really nice. And it's all MDF, so it's really, it's honestly, stupid cheap. But I also noticed they had, like, for, for like, ten bucks, a bunch of MDF, just, like, area terrain templates. Ooh, nice, yeah. So, like, this whole giant stack is just 10 bucks, and it's just a bunch of different... Blobs. Blob, yeah, just wood blobs. So that's going to be a ton of, like, dense concealing, like, steam clouds or forests or who knows. I don't know. I have so much potential here. That's nice. That's that's a big question. I was like, I think we have. I found a solution for what brought up like steam cloud. Good example of concealing. The problem is that people can probably enter that. So how do you make it available for a model to access it and still be like a steam cloud on the board? I'm confused at what you mean by access it. If you have a steam cloud, it's probably going to be like a three, like a three D space, a three D space. So like, it's going to have depth. And width mm-hmm. and all that other stuff. If my model is going to walk into the steam cloud and stand inside of it, mm-hmm. how are you going to build the terrain piece so it actually has like structure to it and the model can still uh, be okay. inside of it? Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah. That, that I think is going to be the, the hardest part of that. Cause like I have this thought every time I, I see someone go, man, I want to make actual like five inch tall ice pillars. I'm like, I've seen it done. They look dope as hell. If you play Raspy, you're going to need like 20 of those. And then you have to transport them around. Um, but those at least are, are impassable. But also anytime I see, uh, oh, I've seen stuff like the, the, the pyre markers or the underbrush markers and people always want to like put terrain on them. And I'm like, that's a great idea. But whatever you put on there needs to be relatively flat or else you can't really play on it because models need to go in there um, is the, the tricky part. We need to invest in hologram technology. <laughs> right? Specifically Absolutely. for the mini wargaming spaces because that'd yeah. be cool. <laughs> okay. Has everyone given their, their hopes and dreams for hobby in 2024? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's go to the yearly recap. Yeah. Oh. Episode two what 1.5 because we we're going to be able to talk to, about hobby for one and uh fi- hour and 15 minutes i mean do you want to like cut off the recording and then no. do another one no we're good we're good just, just, just segue into okay. it there's there's going to be a cool transition you can't see because this is an audio medium um <laughs> we could put in an audio um Transition. We could if we just, did stuff like that. Just throw in some intermission music. I swear to God, the lesbian thing was the lesb- most work I put into an episode in a long time. Hell yeah. <laughs> Sorry, were you going to say something, huh? No, I was, I was also going to make the lesbians joke. Hell yeah. <laughs> Good, I'm glad we're all on the same page here. Uh, it was weird that I feel I sort of feel like Port Authority has become our flagship sh- episode. Ugh, show I'm not okay of- with this. <laughs> People fucking love it. Just Malifaux's full of glorious why? perverts. It's great. What? Why do people like the ship episodes? I, I wonder. Plus, because it's a character-driven skirmish game, 
and we're just at talking about the characters because they're so well developed. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we're having fun over here while the 40k community is getting all bitchy when someone calls one of the Primarchs gay. <laughs> but which one? Yes. 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 Not all of them. She, she, went, she went through and did every single one of them. Hell yeah. As like an LGBTQIA community member. Awesome. Honestly based. Yeah, that's pretty great. That's dope. That was great. Okay. So, yearly recap. First up, we talk about what Weird has done. WDWD, as we all abbreviate it, too, in the community. <laughs> all of us. What did we Weird would- done? <laughs> no! <laughs> Illegal. So, so what did so what did Weird do in 2023? Because there was a there was a brief pause in the start of the year because we just had the book drop. Yeah, and I think the first really significant thing was the Errata, and I don't even remember when that came out. Because that was early in bad. the year, it's un- wasn't it? Uh, well, technically, okay, we, we've we had look at Damien's card and see when the Errata says it was eroded. Yeah, I was going to oh, say technically we've had two Erratas. We've had the like oh emergency. Yeah, we had the like emergency master one title if it's causing a big problem errata and then we had the more recent like fall errata that was more like hey something's oh, getting buffed okay, something's getting Damien was was errata in July what am i talking about oh i don't know time is weird time is weird yeah oh, no Damien was the the later in the year no i'm wrong i don't know what i'm talking about either time is fake time is a flat circle mhm so now, none of us apparently remember 2023. I'm only seeing July, so there wasn't an Arano. So what happened at the start of the year? Was we were just focused on pumping out the new title stuff? Everything before June doesn't exist for me. Like, we have an excuse, you and I, because we were still dealing with chemotherapy. Hooray, done with that. Um, which means we're probably going to have more brain space to do hobby stuff in 2024. Well, I lost my job, and then she finished chemotherapy. Yeah. So, um, I think it was mostly focusing on titles at the beginning of the year. I know that's what a lot of my uh, my my work has been on. Yep. Um, t- titles and the the new the new the new masters are mm-hmm. six yeah. lovely new people. Um. So yeah, I guess July was the first big like announcement from Weird, and we know we've they've been working on stuff. It's just you mm-hmm. know shit mm-hmm. like that takes time, and then like all just stuff started popping off in in fall of this year, starting off like Gen Con was always nice, but then we saw glimpses of new models. Yes, um, but after Gen Con, we got the very extremely successful Vagrant song. Yeah, on Kickstarter. Kickstarter, yeah, Ghosts. and that that was in the works for a long time before they even got to there. Congratulations again on Weird; it's a great game. We love you. Um, and then we got GG four. God, yeah. I can't remember my numbers. Yep, four, four. Yes. Yep, gaining grounds four, which we mm-hmm. desperately needed. Thank you, Weird, again for that and update. So far, has been fun. Yeah, it seems the least murdery. Mm-hmm. Okay, but does it still have the kissing scheme? I mean, no, no but that's what GG All is for. 
all kissing schemes all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only kissing. Actually, I kind of feel bad. I really like that. Just look like in a consensual. I, I realize we always joke about being like, oh, this is the shipping scheme. But it was also just very clever and very thematic and flavorful. I'll miss it. Sad. What are we talking about? I'm just going to be like running GG all throughout the entire year because it qualifies for the tour. Honestly, I should just stop caring about the tour. I mean, it's good. It's good to have, like, an organized events and things for people to work towards, but my meta is just not that terribly crazy about, you know, being the best there ever was. Pokemon Masters, all of them. Um, Right now, I've just got to work on growing it, because some people have fallen off, and it's just really hard to sell a game that isn't made by GW. God Mm. damn it, James Mm. works up. Fucking dying of fire. Mm. Um, but anything else exciting from from we think of? We got previews of a new book. Yeah, we got yeah. a bunch of glimpses at Nova, which was fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, the book is supposed to be dropping in winter. Yeah. So winter TM. Yeah, when I I kind of wonder if that was slated for December and then shipping issues happened because it's post twenty twenty shipping issues just keep happening. Um. I'm just, so I'm really surprised that we haven't had an announcement yet because we've got everything is out now. Mm-hmm. Right now, Weird doesn't have anything to publish in January, as far as I can tell. Well, and and that's what makes me think it's a shipping issue. This it, because we haven't heard anything. This sounds like well, it's out of our our hands. Just gotta wait. I mean, all of the starters haven't dropped yet, so. Yeah, that's the one thing I could see like dropping before the book comes out is the. Uh, guild and Rezzer starter. Mm-hmm. What's what's the upcoming? Uh, September, October. Goes to November. Stops there. Yeah, it stops mm-hmm. at November. Well, here's hoping we get it soon. I would love to see something shiny and new. I'm excited for the Keens. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember what else we've fucking seen. The Clipper from the Above the Law book. Uh, a gremlin that's not in the gremlin faction. Yeah, Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Ezekiel Gotro. Uh, we've seen a couple gremlins that are in the gremlin faction, yep. one of which has a uh, hat with a machine gun in it. Also from Through the Breach. Yep. That, art, that art's been floating around for a while. Yeah. I mean, so has, well, I guess, no, it was, it was also Through the Breach. The, the alt. Alt Kelly. Alt-executioner. The alt-executioner. But yeah, one new book. Um, We haven't heard any rumblings of, like, new masters or shit, so... I think it would be... I think it would be really soon to introduce even more new masters. Oh god, I would not be able to handle that. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm honestly... We don't really have this in the show notes, but as far as a... What I hope to see from Weird... Like, after the stuff from this book comes out, I would honestly, at this point, love a year of almost nothing as far as new models except for alts. Keep Give give me all the alt models. You don't need to fuck around with rules for them. You're not adding more profiles to the game. You're not working on model bloat. Just give me alt models. Some keywords don't have... I know. ...fleshed out crews at this point yet, though, so... That yeah. might be a good direction to go in. 
First, I mm-hmm. need to chastise Roman because we had this long conversation over lunch at the tournament that I got the the crap beat out of me. But that was my idea. <laughs> Roman. It was. <laughs> it was. Yeah. But yeah, actually, that would probably be a good next episode. Special, let's drag Robin here and let's just talk about what we want to see in the game coming up. But that's that's not what we're talking about here. Um, we're doing a recap and just gener- generic hope for the future. Okay, so that was weird. Weird's year. Um, very loaded into fall. Um, but I don't think things went bad for them. Just like the big announcements kind of all got stacked together. Um, yeah. What about us? What what happened with us? Over there? What happened with the steam-powered scoundrels in 2023? Um, well, for two of us, um, still dealing with family health issues that are now mm-hmm. currently not as big of a concern, so hooray for Yay! our stress levels. Um, Victoria's got a job that isn't the worst thing in the world, and slightly less evil company, too. Ray. Yay. Ray. I don't know. Sli- I don't know sli- yet. Ray Slightly for less. employment, I guess. It's hope. I I am getting paid for forty hours yep. of my week. Yep. Sometimes that's all you can ask for. Yep. Um, I remember like the start of twenty twenty three. I was gonna be like, you know what? We could possibly pump out an episode a week if we tried really. Hard. How nice. Very optimistic, sir. Yeah. Very, very optimistic. optimistic. Oh, oh, the big thing. The big thing. You're one of good things happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. yeah. Lead up to that. Let's let's go. Let's go via timeline, shall we? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I've got a lot of the stuff is me because I know how my life go. Um, start of the year that that promise that didn't pan out. We still kept it pretty cleanly to yeah. every two All weeks. Right. Uh, publishing on any sort of actual like a day schedule? No. Um, <laughs> That's just nobody not ex- how he is. Nobody expects that out of us. Chaos. They're like, yeah. if they're putting stuff out regularly, that's the most we can ask for. There's not like three months between episodes. Great. Yeah. yeah. Content, people. Content. Be glad you're getting stuff from us, people. Jeez. Yeah, given uh, the, the ratio of Chaos Muppets to not Chaos Muppets in our regular cast, uh, yeah, that's impressive. So, five to zero. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 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 Um, I started a TikTok. I'm still technically doing it, but uh, trying to pr- bring Malifaux to the wide world. But apparently, a niche uh, game in an already niche hobby is a little bit hard to sell. Um, but I was doing assembly stuff because I thought I could put it out on TikTok and then com- compile those into videos and start producing a youtube channel and we finally got artifactors union off the ground and now we have a nice youtube channel of assembly videos um the whole tech doing it on tiktok thing didn't last a whole ton of time which is good because honestly not a lot of people i wasn't getting a lot of traffic on tiktok anyways and it requires vertical camera uh which not ideal no so eventually I just moved away from doing that and doing it strictly for YouTube, which made it a lot easier to produce videos. And we're up to 48 episodes now. So getting real close to that 5-0 mark, I should hit it before the end of the year. Um, but yeah, real proud of the Artifactors Union. If you count that as episodes, then yeah, we technically do have an every week publication sort of kind of maybe. 
part of just our not always a podcast content empire. You know, mm-hmm. if you're interested in watching me put things together very smugly and then fucking up anyways. Hey, <laughs> hey, you you laugh, but look at how many times people have said on various websites of, hey, I'm having trouble with blah, blah, blah. And one of us, or in other cases, someone else goes, Doug did this. Here's the video. Everything will be fine. Trust in this video. I'm hoping you're seeing that very often because I'm usually seeing like after the fact, I was like, I just put it together and it's kind of okay. I'm like, if you would have asked for help before you just gave up on it or whatever, I could have get, but I'm just hoping at this point, most people will know to like look and see if I've done it before they complain online, at least at the very least. Mm -hmm. I don't quite have that like name recognition yet, but I think after another year of solid videos, um, I think Uh, after a year, I have a solid back catalog. Yeah. I think after another year, I should get roughly about half of what weird has available. Including like new stuff because I'm sim- there'll be new stuff coming up, but mm-hmm. just about done with the most of the notorious boxes, and thankfully I don't have a second edition Yanlo to do. Hooray! Honestly, I saw I saw the the sprue when Victoria bought Yanlo, and I realized that the beard was the hard part. But I feel like it's it's one kind of difficult bit out of a mildly difficult box, whereas other things are just mm-hmm. just bad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to do the arachnophobia box again. I, well, Those I legs, I, though. Okay, it was it was hard, but now that I've done it, I think it would be a lot easier to do that that sort of thing. But like uh, the initial one is like, I'm glad I'm the one that suffered, and then hopefully other people won't have to suffer as much. The macarachnids are very pretty, but Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, they're pretty legs. Yeah, I remember putting those together and just being like, uh, I, I cut out all the parts and then was like, shit, were these legs numbered? They got Fuck. dots. So, some, yeah. of them, some of them have dots. Yep. And then I pulled up the uh, the instructions and prayed to the booze pope and everything was fine after many hours and swearing. You know, really, the instructions weren't terrible. There was one thing where, like, this probably needs to be, like, numbered in proper order, but as far as the legs go, it's just the mechanics of getting them in there and not knowing where things are supposed to go. Yep. Kimberly does a great job with what she's given. Absolutely. Yep. Um, Kim best. But now now we can get into the thing that happened in June that Victoria brought up. She She can talk about it since she's the one that brought it up. Yeah. Go. The, uh, the charity tournament. Um, what? Yeah, the good thing, ha- the good things happen charity tournament, um, that we ran for the first time this year, um, that Doug ran for the first Wait. time this year. Uh, I helped minimally. To be fair, you were also concerned with our oldest's last dance recital before yeah. the fact that she was kind of abandoned backstage. Uh, she's not a dance anymore. Fuck those guys. Um, I she wasn't enjoying it anyway, so it was it was a fight to get her to go to classes, and we were like, "Do you want to do dance next year?" And she was like, "Not really." And we're like, "Okay, then we're not we're not paying like two hundred dollars a month for you to go to dance classes if you are not enjoying them." So, but yeah, that was fun balancing that and Esther's recital and dress rehearsal. So what 
what is good things happen? Uh, it's it's your tournament. You talk about Okay. <laughs> we didn't get to go to Indie Storm. Yeah. Um I mean Indie Storm is effectively dead as far as I've heard. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Rip Boo. went out for a real one. But I always had in the back of my head to do a big event of some kind, and I really wanted to, like, give back to cancer charities because they were a big help with us getting through our daughter's chemotherapy. And the fact that I didn't get to hang out with you guys at Indie Storm just really, really sucked, and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna take this sad Doug motivation and do a big event where they have to come because otherwise they're <laughs> because, pro cancer because it's well first off it's sponsored by the podcast and they are three-fifths of this podcast yeah welcome, yep. welcome to good things happen and notoriously not pro cancer <laughs> two two-fifths of steam power schedules <laughs> And really, I just wanted to see how well I could put on a slightly big event. And it it went really well, especially since we really, Mm -hmm. really gave people three months notice on it. Uh, And we got a decent amount of showing of bodies and a lot lot of donations, a lot more than I was expecting for the first... Um, but I think a lot of people are like, oh, I can't make it, but I still want to, like, participate. And I, the, the, mm-hmm. the miniatures community is is good people, I think, in general. Well, um, and, and it also helped that those donations could go to, here, help or go against specific people. And as we all know, through spite, all things are possible. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we, we, we inv- I invent, oh. we, I, we invented an entirely new game type. Uh, basically, microtransactions the Malifaux game. <laughs> um, Cutthroat Kitchen, the Malifaux game. Cutthroat Kitchen, the Malifaux game. <laughs> Malifaux by EA. Yeah. And I was, again, concerned that people weren't going to have fun with it, or, you know, the usual stuff, like, oh, my ideas are crap, and no one's going to like it. Uh, that ended up not happening. People really this enjoyed is, it. This is post-Bonanza Brawl. How can you still for For the most part, folks are really on board with, like, the I'm going to pay monkey money to fuck you over aspect of the game. I think everyone's like, yeah, it, it it sucks for me that suddenly I just have to deal with the fact that my opponent chose which title master I get to play with, but it's towards a good cause. <laughs> and you know, there were some things, because uh, general review, for some reason you have, didn't know how the games worked. It was like three-round Malifaux tournament, but the rules specify that one, you can score in turn one, and two, you can score your end-of-game points on turn four or turn five but also all the deployments are wedge or flank which means you get engagement early on because it's going to take longer to do all the bidding there is special benefits that you can pay for at the beginning of the game as well as like stuff you can pay throughout the game that doesn't require monitoring from us judges like pay a dollar to for a positive flip or whatever, shit like that. And then, like, in the middle of the rounds, we stop everything, and then folks bet on things that are even more, like, egregious and weird and broken. And folks just had a ton of fun with it. And some of them were not 
people weren't that enthusiastic about it, but we got a general idea of what folks liked to bet on, what they didn't, so it's going to even be better next year, because we're running it again? Hell yeah. When, Doug? When? Uh, let me double check, but I wasn't make. Yeah, might as well make the announcement now. Um, yeah. There is always the chance that it might not work out because our lovely store is still beholden to the existence of Magic: The Gathering. Um, <laughs> it's it's how they stay open. I'm not going to fault them for it. We're just really we're just going to pray and hope that a huge major release doesn't happen on that weekend. But we're looking the 28th through the 30th of June. Market calendars, and honestly, you know, we can set that date. And if they're busy, then we'll we'll find a venue. We'll make it work. I swear. If we have to but do it in our basement, we will. No, <laughs> we'll do it in Kyle's basement. Hell yeah! <laughs> but the Cutthroat event worked really well. the The regular standard tournament, the 29th, was was, was fine. It was it was just a tournament. Folks had fun, uh, and then we did a couple of Bonanza Brawl. Uh, one of the like official one that happened at night, which was a blast because it was at Kyle's house. <laughs> and then uh, the turnout for the tournament was small enough. We didn't do a second day of games. We just did more Bonanza Brawl. Hooray. Yay. But anything you guys want to say about uh, good things happen? I'm looking forward to it all Last time we talked about it, it was, I mean, it was a ton of fun, and I'm looking forward to doing it again. Spending way too much money on a Gatling gun, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Um, hopefully yeah. even more people this year. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I don't see that being an issue because we'll, we're announcing it now, which is a little over six months out. People have a lot more time and they'll also realize like, Hey, it wasn't a one off and that folks are going to show up. I'm, I'm excited for it. I don't think it's going to be, it's going to be better. It's going to be better. <clears throat> um, but we could probably also have a few more th- stuff outside of it. I don't think this year we'll like try to get a block of hotel rooms or anything, but maybe next year if we get a good turnout in next year as in 2025, yeah. if 2024 is as good as I'm hoping it's going to be. But like maybe we have like a larger dinner event somewhere at some place. Would someone please come to my house and eat my sausages besides my friends. <laughs> and Doug's cookies. I enjoyed your sausages. Yes. Your sausages were delectable. <laughs> For clarification, I was hosting dinner like Friday night and just the SBS guy showed up, which is fine again. Weird for you just to be like, hey, come to my backyard and eat my food. It it yeah, it's fine. Anything else or we can just move on? Move on? Yeah. Okay. In between June and Gen Con we revamped the Bonanza Brawl rules. They aren't currently public yet i've heard murmur that there'll be a a small announcement at some point but we really streamlined it and the changes made it a lot faster in gen con Mm -hmm. we were slated for six hours in gen con and last year we did that in two rounds and and mostly took up this whole six hours in two rounds we got done in less than four this year Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really happy with those changes we made, and there's always some tweaking we can do, but I think those are the really big ones, and then the rest might be a small stuff or possibly game variants. I am totally open to game variants. Um, rat brawl, test subject brawl, <laughs> yep, test subject oh, brawl, rat brawl. Uh, we need one that's called uh, no monkey business that doesn't allow Sung Wukong. <laughs> We could we could come up with like a, um, a tier list or like a metal list. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah. like a, a bands list. Not a, yeah, like a bands list or something like that. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, like, I mean, like a bands or at least a warning. So like, hey, if yeah. you 
If you see this yeah. on a table, focus on them because those are the kind of models that require a good table effort to uh-huh. stop. We thought Gracie was bad. Sung Wukong, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I would not be surprised if Sung Wukong gets nerfed. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yep. Um, but yep, Gen Con, great for the scoundrels. Got some lovely cosplaying in. Very, very happy with my Jacob Lynch. Um, maybe we'll do additional stuff next year. We'll, we'll see. Um, what what else do we do this year? We got we got a couple Malifa Port authorities in. We got a, a, a wholesome one. Weirdly enough, okay. Um, honestly, that might have been my favorite thing from the podcast this year was the giant list of pets. <laughs> <laughs> where we God, spent so two much. hours just giving masters pets. <laughs> it was so good. Oh my god, yeah. I love that. I love that so much. Um, it, it was fun. To see, do, this wasn't. So. Yeah, I uh, got another best laid plans in. Hopefully, more of those upcoming soon. Uh, this wasn't everybody, and it wasn't a podcast. Mm-hmm. But Nate and I went to Nova. Yeah, and that was fun. Got to meet some other. Uh, internet friends in, in meat space and other podcasters specifically. Yeah. Um, that has my brain on this track of sadly, once again, we will not be able to make it to Captain Con for the, uh, Malifaux content creators invitational. Uh, yeah. we were looking at it and that is just unfortunately not in the cards this year. We but pours. yeah, but, yeah. but hopefully next year. Either way, uh, big thank you to Jesse for inviting us, and shout out to him. If you haven't heard him shouting about Captain Con from the rooftops, um, where have you been? Uh, <laughs> go go listen to anything that has boring conversation attached to it, and then go to Captain Con if you can. It sounds yeah. like a blast. <laughs> Excuse me. No, I have, a, I have an awful idea. Oh, no. Okay, so uh, uh, good things happen. We're just going to have the other content creator invitational, <laughs> just on account of we're here and Kyle's here. So we got two of them. <laughs> try the, rest, the rest of them. Try and, try and just guilt everyone else and do well, it's, it's going to be an easier travel for people from the east, from the west coast, I would think. Yeah. Drag Dex out, ass out here. Hell yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. Um,. And so, uh, two years ago, we were blessed with being able to introduce title Tony Ironsides on the podcast, Ray, and a bunch of other content creators got to reveal title masters. A year ago, only YouTube channels got to introduce uh, the the new masters, and that, that's cool. That's fine. Uh, gotta gotta plug the YouTube content creators. It's definitely coming to its own as a place for people to make content for Malifaux. But me thinking that I'd get in on this, create a fucking YouTube channel, and you'd think it was just to provide instructions for informing people how to put these mildly intricate models together. But in fact, I actually just made it so that when Weird would finally come calling on YouTube content creators to reveal new stuff, they would get a hold of me. Lo and behold, they didn't fucking do that this year. <laughs> so I just wasted so much time on almost 50 videos for Fuck nothing. Fuck it, delete the channel. <laughs> Who needs it? <laughs> and then Artifactors <laughs> Union note, you all get to suffer. So, you know what? I'm, it, 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 uh, that's okay. You know what? 
maybe next year. But also, I'm thinking it's like it was like podcasts, and there was some YouTube people in there. But then they moved over to strictly YouTube. So next year, what if they don't even go to YouTube? They just go even further. So do we need to come up with an SBS OnlyFans? Yes. Now. Oh, I was gonna go to Twitch. <laughs> oh, Twitch. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> We've we made so many it's sweaty Twitch gamers. We've made so many OnlyFans jokes. Um, At this point, we feel like we kind of got. This technically does not have to be the prawn. It doesn't. No. No. But uh, it could be. We can. I wanted to make that joke, and then I lost train of thought. What were the hell were we talking about? <laughs> what Look, are you looking doing, towards Roman? the future. The OnlyFans. The OnlyFans. Right. The OnlyFans. Okay. Um. Right, Roman stroking his pale tummy can be on the OnlyFans. We just need Hot. feedback from the community. That's what they want to see. <laughs> and that tummy pale is a cat, tummy. so we know yeah. we know they want to see that. Yeah, uh, just just the scoundrel pets. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, right, on 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 the scoundrel Discord, you get pictures of the pets. If you want videos of the pets, you have to go on on the OnlyFans. The only pets. I guess I mean, it would be. <laughs> Fun? There's a lady that has an OnlyFans for her hearse, so hell yeah. hell yeah. I guess to to step back for a second, it would it would be remiss of me to not mention the the largest Malifaux tournament in America, as I did go to the Houston GT, which was a good time. Yeah, oh, um, how was that? Oh, it was a lot of fun actually, and again, it's more likely than not, given the fact that it was the largest tournament. Like, if you're listening, you were probably there. So, um. No, it was good, um, and once again, got to meet a lot of people, some that I had just seen at Nova, and others that were new faces to me, so, yeah, uh, do recommend, Doug, uh, Doug Bowman runs a good tournament, so, if you find yourself in, in, in the capacity to go to Texas in early October, keep an eye out for that next year, yeah. plus there's beer, you can, you can drink <laughs> the whole time, which is great. If you find yourself Excellent. in a tournament run by a Doug, you're probably in luck. Probably Especially a, a Doug B. Yes. Oh, we should we should see if we can get a meeting of the dogs at Good Things Happen yeah. this year. Mm, yes. Yeah. There you go. New 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 uh Malifo only convention, DougCon. <laughs> okay. Um anything else we we got coming? Oh, of course. We we're working on the Bonanza Ball expansion. Yes. Slowly and but surely. Slowly but surely. I would still have, a, like, hopefully a completion date and we debut it at Good Things Happen. I think that'd be a good time to do that. But yeah, um, the idea being that hopefully you can all use this deck as a separate deck for Bonanza Brawl or the original deck or combine the two of them, which would be it's real sexy and super exciting. deck. Wacky we nonsense. Uh, we joked about it earlier, but we are calling it Uncle Bog's Enigma Shed. No idea what that reference is to. Um, Definitely not. No, but yeah, 2024 is looking to be better than 2023. And I say 2023 was pretty good. Um, later, better than earlier, but uh, I, that's all I really have to say. Recap. Is there anything else we want to talk about? We can, we can wrap it up. We've been almost at it for two hours, which is our usual yeah. time. I don't think uh, I mean, at this point, probably happy holidays and Yeah. Happy New Year. I don't know if we're going to have another one of these before New Year's. I can't remember how calendars work. Uh, we should. Mm, there might be. Yeah. But that's when we can do our Maybe. looking forward to episode. Yeah, yeah. there we go. All right. 
what we want to see. Yeah, that thing. Our conversation at the one saloon restaurant place. Yeah. Well, we ate sandwiches. Sandwiches. Oh, yes. The one that Everyone I got hear. Cubans. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. Uh, we, we're, we're done. We're tapped. We've got all of the information out of our mouths into your ears. We've done our jobs. We've been the scoundrels. Talking about our past 2023, it's been a great year. Thank you all for listening and giving us your attention. Realize you have a limited amount of time. And the fact that you're spending that time with us is wonderful. Thank you so much. We love you. And I'm sure you love us back. Because we are the best Malifo podcast on account of we talk about cosplay and butts and stuff. Uh, get on our level, everyone else. But I have Thanks. been your host... <laughs> Douglas Scoundrels, your foreman. <laughs> almost did the almost did the fucking closer for our factors union. Do I do we do merch for that? I've got a cool logo. I spent money on that. It's a nice logo. It is a nice logo. Yeah. Or just like we slap it into Red Bell one, have Red Bell bubble do the work. There you go. Make another clock. Yeah, I could do that. Make another clock. <laughs> I forgot about the clock. I should get a clock. I need yeah. just a clock. I'm, I'm, I'm still clocks. saying. I'm still saying. I know we have the the mask that is like the the standard uh, like Paris, yeah. icon and whatnot. We yeah. need one that's just the mustache. Okay. Yeah. We yeah. can do that. Just the, just the mustache. The Ferris mustache. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just the mustache. Anyways, I've been your host, Douglas Scoundrels. With me has been three of the five scoundrels. Fifth one. Here in spirit, everyone loves Eli. Eli, you're the best. We love you. Anyways, uh, thank you, Nate, for coming on. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Roman. And your cat. Yeah, really, really, Keo's the one that needs to be thanked here. If, if he didn't let me be here, I wouldn't be here. Thank you, Keo. And thank you, Victoria. Always. For your fucking cosplays. Jesus Christ, thank you. Yeah. You're the best. I love you. And thank you, listeners. You're the best. I love you, too. Have a good night. And as we always say, fun is always king. Looking forward to a great 2024. Bye, guys. Yeah. Bye. 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 Songs used in this production are Villainous Treachery and Five Card Shuffle. All music is created by Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons.